Friends, family, folks, ladies, gentlemen, lay people, experts, welcome to another edition of The Trap Draw. Before we get into this episode, I want to take a few moments and talk to you about Pinehurst Golf Resort, Pinehurst, North Carolina. You may have heard of uh, their famous number two course, perhaps their recently renovated number four course, uh, but they have a lot more going on and it will be a site of an NLU event later on this October. Mr. TC, what can you tell us about that event? You guys are going. Yeah, he's not going to be I'm, there. I'm, I'm under lock, lock and key that that several weeks. It's going to be. A, it's. Good, I think it's kind of a come up for the Strap Boys. The Strap Boys might be. Yeah, we're going to be there for running October things. what eighth through tenth. <clears throat> I think. It sounds be like, great. Should we check those dates? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's October eighth through tenth. Okay. I, I, uh, October eighth through tenth. Sh- <laughs> Houston. October eighth through tenth. All right. Got him on the on the Ticonderoga. Number two? Yeah. Yeah. Number two, Pencil? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah no, I okay. thought it took me a that's second. Uh, DJ, what's your favorite part of Pinehurst? Randy, that's a great question, man. Uh, easily, you know, you got to go with number two. It's it's among the best golf courses in America. I'd say that among the best golf courses in the world. It's the uh, Ticonderoga. It is. I love number four. I love seeing number three, even though I played like garbage uh this past trip i love the cradle i love the thistle do i love the brewery i love you know i love all of it man yeah big things hopping off the course too uh they've just renovated the manor i believe that's pinehurst's youngest hotel at a, a spry 97 years old um so lots of good things as as people are getting back into the swing of things hopefully you're able to travel and start to plan a golf trip keep in mind pinehurst north carolina and uh you know, if if it works with the dates too, uh, come join us on our NLU trip to Pinehurst. And keep in mind road trips. Pinehurst for the East Coast, easy place to drive to. You know, hop in the car these days. You can stay isolated, drive out there to a nice, uh, nice piece of land that's not around a huge population center. How about that? Well, one of the big advantages of driving to Pinehurst is you get to go to. Uh, uh, south of the border. Oh, good call. Well, depending on where you're coming well, from. Of course, coming, it depends yeah, you're where you're coming from. Florida. So, uh, good stuff. I'm going to kick it to Jeezy, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Oh, Mr. Jeezy, uh, I want to get this out of the way. Neil will correct me if I don't. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Guys, this is a fun one. Uh, this is our second loose preview podcast. Last uh, last week was all about the Metroplex, Dallas-Fort Worth, and of course with the tour headed to Harbortown, Hilton Head, South Carolina. This is uh, all about that part of the country. Joining me on the podcast, across from me, Neil Schuster, the merch czar. How are you? I'm thrilled to be here. Spent uh, a lot of summers growing up going to Hilton Head, so I got some. I got some takes, some memories, some things I'd like to share with you guys. Some things maybe you know, some things you probably don't want to know. They're coming at you. <laughs> uh, d- d- a caddy corner from me, TC. How are you? It's an honor, Randy. It's it, an honor. It's to be here with a 
a uh, two-time now Monday qualifier um, caddy. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in a row. How are you feeling, big guy? Oh, God. The dogs are barking. My legs are sore. I was at Palencia today. Some tough walks from green to tee. Uh, How'd you guys play? You know, we, we fought. We were two under through three. I thought it might be our day. Made a couple mistakes, and, you know, the wind picked up on the back nine. It, it was just hard to make enough birdies. So we shot a 72, even par. Uh, but I was I was proud of the way we battled. The the last guest I want to I want to get to forgive me, Mr. DJ Pie. How are you? I'm great, man. A uh, you know former Monday qualifier caddy in my own right, uh, so I know what you're going through out there. We'll have to uh, you know I'd love to maybe share a cup of coffee, find yeah. some com- community. I'd love that. I think um, you know compare notes a little bit. What, what went wrong? You know what went wrong? What went right? What you can were we in do a better? Playoff, right? I, I was in a playoff. Uh, more specifically, Luke Guthrie was in a playoff, yeah, but I was we, carrying the bag. We, we were in a playoff. We were in a playoff. Were you nervous? Legitimately, yes. Yeah, I was a little bit. Uh, and then once we got in the playoff, I was totally calm. We were, we, we, you know, we don't have to rehash it right now, but there's no way we should have lost. Well, Randy, that. I want to know highlight and low light for your performance specifically. Um, I'm not sure there was a low light, to be honest. You didn't drop the bag. You didn't, didn't no. miss. You, you didn't miss a club, anything like that. No, it was a completely professional afternoon. Now I will say, <laughs> I, I I know absolutely zero strokes gained. For, for Will with me on the back, but I don't I don't think I took any away either. I, I think You're that like was a human push cart. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Did you play with anybody interesting today? Uh we went out in a twosome again. Our third guy dropped out. It took five and a half hours. Five and a half hours, well, which let, I want to get your let me ask you this. Did was there any opportunity for you to help him gain a stroke? Like did he hit a club today where you were like, God he I wish I could have felt comfortable saying something. Like what what was he thinking there? Well and that's where, you know, DJ, I'd love to get your reaction. But, you know, this was the first time I'd seen the course, <laughs> so, which is tough. tough. So, yeah. so I don't have a whole lot to offer strategically. Um, I think this is the second time I've seen Will play live after last Monday. So I don't really know his game all that well. So it's just tough, right? I, I, I more was of the mindset, I'm just going to stay out of the way, keep up, you know, give him everything he needs when he asks for it. And... You know, that's that's what I keep him loose. Just talk to him about anything but golf. Exactly. That's what those are there, exactly. are there rakes yeah. in the bunkers out there right now? Yeah. Did you have your wipes? I did have the wipes. Yeah. But you didn't answer my question. Yeah, was sorry. there a time where you were like, man, I wish I could have called him off? That well, way. there was one instance on, um, it was our, I want to say, sixth hole maybe, uh, where he was like, I forget the exact yardage, but it was, let's say, like 145, 141. Normally a comfy nine iron, but the wind was kind of whipping behind us. So, you know, we, we both came to the decision, hey, let's hit a pitching wedge. You can go after it fully. You can get it up in the wind. Well, there's a long wait, right? And in that, like, 10 minutes where we're waiting, I, I just kind of lost track of the wind, I guess. And as he stood over it and hit it, it like it just wasn't blowing. And so he came up, you know, you 15 got, yards short. Reverse, up, reverse gusted. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. up there higher than he is, too. So you should be able to I know, feel it. I well, know. So, Randy, can you hit that red button for me? Sure. They're really, really tough out there. They're tough. really tough. Really. You can always fall back on that. So that was, that. to answer your question, that was probably the one mistake where it's like, ah, I got to be better than that. But guys, I'm a little bit the worried. The pace. TC, talk to me about the pace. It takes them five and a half hours to play a Corn Ferry Monday qualifier. <laughs> I feel like it, it, it's the one. It's the one instance where, like, half the field should drop out after nine holes. I, I'm way down on. Well, that. Well, it's like yeah. an Atlanta Junior Golf Tournament when you know you're asking like 
14 year olds to hole out for for nine like, like all right it's gonna take a while if, if you're not at least two under yeah, they're, they're the turn, pretty good players that are out there though but there's so <laughs> but dudes that are spraying it around like he's saying like if they, oh they yeah are just not finding the club if face. you're not at least two under at the turn get the hell out well we would have had to drop out today well it sounded like that you know yeah so i think we're talking too much golf here you're, you know what? That was one of the feedbacks, which leads me into uh, we we got a couple, you know, we got some reaction from our from our Dallas Fort Worth pod, the Plex, the Plex. Is this is this the corrections segment? Yeah. So we'd like to offer a few. I don't know corrections, but uh, mea culpas maybe. Okay. And for the record, we're not calling it the Metroplex. We will call it the Plex. Yeah. Because it's people you know, came in hot on us and say, well, nobody calls real it real people who live here don't would never call it the Metroplex. Did not, anybody, neither are we. We're calling it the Plex. Or the freaking Plex. <laughs> and you don't live there. That's true. Did anybody come at you for calling the, the mega church pastor animatronic? <laughs> no. no, that was well received. <laughs> <laughs> Although one guy uh, perhaps not by our hey, Lord and uh, Savior, <laughs> but we'll you know we'll cross, cross that bridge. We'll we find to later out on. about that at <laughs> another time. Yeah. A tenured <laughs> professor from Baylor reached out. Yes. Very not happy about uh, us labeling Baylor 1B after Randy's alma mater, Liberty University. <laughs> you can't say that because then people believe that. Uh, That's rich coming from you, by the way. That's your entire personality is just making up fake things and presenting them very earnestly to, pe- to strangers. Big Randy, if that is your real fucking name. But this guy, he was, he was, he said, listen, we can take that offline. We're trying to clean it up down here in Waco. We're trying to, Mm -hmm. trying to turn this ship around. So we may have him on. Well, yeah, we're going to hear him out. I think that's the least we can do. Well, let's, let's, what else was on the list? Uh, the Arboretum. Apparently there are more Arboretums across this great country than TC and I were led to believe. Yeah. And I, so now we're just going to have an Arboretum of the week, uh, you know, nearest Arboretum. What is an Arboretum? Uh, did you not listen to last week's episode? Yeah. No, I I didn't. I'm coming in hot. It's, well, we're not going to rehash it. We're going to assume yeah, everyone it's else. Like it. It's, it's, it's like a botanical garden. All right, thank you. How hard trees. was that, DJ? Just, you just cut them off. You didn't even hear the end. Just trees. I heard you. <laughs> Too busy calling you out. Are you going to Are you going to be this angry all yeah, no, you're the, not. Biggest, <laughs> the biggest. You got your Bash Brothers headband on. You <laughs> look like the guy from Mighty Ducks. For sure. Come on. <laughs> the biggest point of contention <laughs> last <laughs> week was juniors in uh, Canada. The whether or not Waxahachie yes. was part of the Plex. And some guy called into question Kamish's bona fides saying... <laughs> oh, don't come at the Kamish. Well, saying, you know, uh, who is who is this Kamish to speak about the Plex? He, you know, he's not even born here. And I'll have you know, he was born in the Plex and he does reside there. And Kamish says Waxahachie is part of the Plex. And so does... So we uh, will not be apologizing for that, TC. And Denton is part of the Plex and, you know, all and these Plano, other places. Yeah. And Richardson. According to Wikipedia and other sources that are more reputable than Wikipedia. Exactly. So don't, Wikipedia gets a bad rap. Don't, Wikipedia is much more accurate than you guys give it credit for. I agree, I but, I, but I also have been burned. You have been <laughs> yeah, yeah, twice. Understandable. You trust but verify. Both yeah. can be true. Yeah, it's, I agree. I do. I lean on it heavily, but you can't. cannot be your only source. <laughs> for for weird topics. Yes. So. For the good topics, it's it's dialed. Yes. Are we on to South Carolina? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, before we get on to South Carolina, I want to throw a couple things around. Neil, you can you can kick us off. Uh, ha- have you read anything in the past week or watched anything of note that you would like to share with the people? Um, hmm. I have been. You know, I picked up uh, Chuck Cloisterman's anthology of his best ma- magazine articles, and uh, it's kind of it's you know little greatest hits for a guy that I read a lot in high school but haven't really read much of his stuff lately. D 
DJ and I were talking about, he's kind of maybe gotten a little too meta, too out, you know, almost making it, making connections, answering questions that I'm not asking at this point <laughs> in my life. Uh, but going back and reading some of his, his older sports writing has been good. Yeah, the, the dive into the archives is always a thrill. Yeah, and some of the stuff I hadn't read, so it's, you know, it's like, oh, I, he's a he's great, mm-hmm. very lucid writer. DJ, one of your goals coming into 2020 was to watch 100 movies, I believe. Mm-hmm. Not to put you on the spot specifically if you'd like to go in a different direction, but I was curious, how is that coming along? Have you watched or seen anything lately? We're right on pace. Um, you know, movie-wise, I have not dove into anything crazy uh, of note lately. You know what I watched? I watched Barton Fink for the first time. Uh, which I don't know that. Oh, my gosh. I just outstanding uh Coen brothers really early coen brothers movie john turturro uh john goodman good just great stuff um that was great uh been deep in the documentary scene as seemingly everyone uh else in america has been uh i would love to give the boys here on the the esteemed trap draw a shout i've just started season two of netflix's drive to survive oh a bunch uh, of fucking wankers I, I would love to answer the reading question because i've yes, been deep yes, please deep in uh one of Michael Bamberger, friend of the program, uh, one of his very early books, To the Lynx Land, which Randy and I both kind of looked at each other after that podcast and was like, hey, can I tell you a secret? <laughs> I've never read that. And uh, so I promptly ordered that on Amazon. I think it's out of print because I had to buy a, it was like a used, 40, like a used yeah. $45 uh, copy of it, like a paperback. And it showed up from like an Oregon thrift like thrift store which was amazing very thrifty uh right well you know this actually this shirt's from a thrift store so it's uh i'm happy to to pay it forward um but i'm just about finished with that and you've you've been yelling at me for not reading i keep text i text randy screenshots daily like (laughs) how have you not read this book it's like it's randy's brain (laughs) reverse matrixed like into a book it's i don't know how i missed it it is as true today as when it was written it's well you also outstanding sounds like you watched his favorite movie from our conversation with bamberger which is no like, that was me that was you i watched my dinner with andre oh well the floor is yours yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah. it was something it's um, like two guys talking though right yeah like when he said yeah it's it's like this really in-depth conversation two guys at dinner i thought well surely that can't be the whole movie uh <laughs> but it was an hour and 50 minutes of two guys at dinner uh some like weird wild wacky conversation um it's it's something um it was good i certainly am not mad that i watched it but um yeah i think i might still be processing some of it uh but i did watch that so uh dj can we get more uh feedback or, or reaction to the first season of uh drive to survive yeah uh so i i feel I don't feel bad. I mean, it's obvious. I haven't listened to either of the podcasts yet. I've been, <laughs> I've been saving them because like oh, I, yeah, I, I don't know good. what it's you know. A, it's okay, man. I don't want to spoil myself on this. So like I, I, you know, I don't know what you guys touched on already. Is is why I, I preface it with that. But according to the audience, we didn't touch on a whole yeah. lot. <laughs> okay, don't worry. You won't be speaking out of turn. <laughs> was the feedback not good for that one? No, or it was no, great. No. People were like, "This was great," but like you guys well, don't know shit about this. Okay, but we, I Which think we, we were pretty self-effacing. About so that. I will say. Uh, that's a great jumping off point because it led me into a very false sense of security getting through season one where I'm like, yeah, cool. I understand this like completely. I'm, I'm probably, I'm pretty much an expert on the it. Driver's chain. I don't know like what channel it's on and I've never actually watched a race, but like I fully understand all the nuance, which is a massive credit to the production crew of that 
of that series because it's it makes you feel like you know all the people it makes you feel like you know all the rules and then you you actually try to like strike up a conversation like Curtis Luck was uh, in town this week for the Corn Ferry event he's a massive massive, massive. Ricardo fan oh Ricardo <laughs> they're, both, they're both from WA both mate. from WA mate <laughs> and uh, so I was trying to uh, strike up a convo with him and it just quickly out of my depth turn one into the wall just no no prayer so oh, but it's a what what i will say i'm sure you guys touched on this like the the pgl comparisons it, it was electric yeah, the, brain glowing stuff as soon as i watched the first episode just like oh god this is what they're talking about yeah. mm-hmm. this What's makes favorite, a lot uh, more sense which team really stuck out to you was it a well, they hit you hard. Are with you a, sh- a Charlotte guy? I am a Charlotte guy. Yeah, yeah, he's great. It's and that's Ferrari. In the Saba, which no, I, in the Saba. No, he's gone to Ferrari. Yeah, he's gone to Ferrari. <laughs> the famous red of Ferrari, flying <laughs> the flags. The <laughs> hope, the temple of speed. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I we met him very late in season one, and obviously, I have a feeling he's gonna he's gonna play a huge role in season two. Uh, but he, uh, they hit you hard with Ricardo up front in those early episodes, and kind of you know lead you down his his just like they hit you hard with Ricky, Ricky yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they they kind of hook you with him. So like between him and Verstappen. I was like, God, like Red Bull. Just I don't want to watch anybody else. Just give me, give me these two guys. Is Verstappen the biggest killer, possibly ever, alive, ever? <laughs> like, who would be the golf, the, the golf comp of Verstappen? Like, they're actually that's a stupid question because there definitely isn't one. I think it's Brooks. Yeah, I think it's Brooks. It's like too. it's like nah. the last two years, Brooks. Feels like yeah, Brooks. Maybe Brooks. Like Brooks. Oh, <laughs> Brooks when he won in his PGA and like yes, that's what I was going to say. Or when, yeah, whatever yeah. his last one was. What did Verstappen say? Uh, it was about the what was who was he? Oh, it was with uh, Ocon, right? Yeah. Uh, when he the guy was trying to get unlapped, yeah. and he ended and, up putting Verstappen they're in the, the wall. Way, they're in the way in line. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, uh, he no, no, no. In the, in the press conference, oh, right, right. shoved him. But then in the press the conference, wall. he's like, you know, I uh, they're asking about, it. yeah, I don't uh, really have, I don't really have much to say about that other, you know, other than he was being a pussy. <laughs> Which to your point, Ray, is like, imagine. I'm not even lobbying that like golfers should say that, but imagine <laughs> any golfer ever saying something one tenth as be controversial. More, as it'd that. be more interesting for us and yeah. fans if they did. So to your point, I, I started on Team Red Bull, loved what those guys were doing, and then of course you meet Gunter Steiner uh, <laughs> and Team Haas, and it's just it's a it seems like a beautiful disaster so far. It's really hard to look away. So. That's yeah. all, sorry, a long-winded. Uh, no, no, you haven't even gotten uh, into. I'm, I'm jealous. I wish I could watch season two with fresh eyes. You haven't even gotten into the rich energy saga and all oh, of that. Yeah. They, I've only seen episode one. So uh, sick. Yeah, Grosjean is. I love Haas, but Grosjean is such a seems like such a fluffer. So I don't know. Uh, TC, you're you're the last one I'll pose this to. And I, can I also add if you've maybe been smoking any different meats in the last week? <laughs> you know what? I, I was so busy last week. I didn't have a chance to smoke any meats. Um, uh, but I'm planning on smoking some meats on Thursday. Meat like, meat like, meat like a brisket. Even though I'm <laughs> tired from brisket, I don't do anything. I've, I've had a so few people. Said, the degree of difficulty no, on briskets. I've had a few people reach out and give me positive reinforcement on the brisket. Like, hey man, a <laughs> big green eggs not great for brisket, and b like try it again. Here's some tips. Da 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 da. So, um, actually, the one of the meat shops around here has a like a big thing of uh, of elk. Mm. So I might try to. Make some jerky or something. Okay. Like that. Very lean, right? Yeah. Elk, very lean. Yeah. Which isn't great to smoke because it doesn't have a whole lot of fat in it. But as far as jerky wise, mm-hmm. like try sure. to smoke it. Uh, we well, better get off Rogan's block if we start yeah, talking anyway, about elk too yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
and we haven't shot it with our own bow and arrow, then we're we're out of our depth. Real quick to interrupt our conversation, uh, we got to pay a couple bills here, and this sponsor, we thank them very much, is DraftKings. DraftKings has brought their expertise to legal sports betting. It's a legitimate sports book based right here in the United States. DraftKings Sportsbook, check it out. Uh, rest assured that your funds are totally secure. Um, guys, I know you've your kind funds of, are secure unless your picks suck. <laughs> yeah, Neil, you've been kind of airing yourself out a lot. I, I've been deep in the VPN uh, gambling scene, so I'll, I can join you there. Uh, you don't have to do that with DraftKings. It's, <laughs> it feels very, uh, very different than having to log into some weird Latvian site to well, place your bets. I'm excited to. Fire up the uh, mega bonus parlay in a couple of weeks. When I get back up to uh, the New Jersey area, we can we can play some heavy bets. We can Randy. place it for real. Uh, we can just you look can, at the bets. You can place some. Heavy I, bets. I will place some some heavy mega yeah. bonus parlay. And they have a bunch of props. They have a bunch of uh, parlay opportunities. You can bet the winner. You can bet uh, whole props, hole in ones. You can. They have groups and matchups uh, for the RBC Heritage this week. Um, so get in there. You can bet before the action starts. You can bet during the golf action this weekend. Head on over to DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and reliable. Uh, Mr. DJ, I know you were deep in what, – what's your block you're establishing, the top 40? Yeah, the, uh, the parlay. We <laughs> call him Rick D. You just call him Casey Kasem. Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> the top, he's a top 40 machine. Uh, yeah, I'm just picking guys to finish the, the top forty. The top forties every week. That might be my block next week. <laughs> I'm pissed that you can't parlay the top forty. I know that would be that would be like a crack. thrill. I, I yeah. think I'm also going to get deep in the. Uh, I wish you could parlay the make cut miss cut, uh, yeah. but I might get deep in the make cut miss cut game as well. Make my Fridays a little more interesting. Um, so is uh, once again download the top rated <laughs> DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use code NLU when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right, Neil. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook has That's a sign-up bonus, bonus. That's up to $1,000. Double the strap bonus. Yep. Just enter code NLU when you sign up, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You guys ready for a little legalese? Yeah. Do it. Here we go. I'll time you. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. TC, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With it. We thank DraftKings very much for their sponsorship. Check out all their action for the RBC Heritage this week. And now back to our uh, very esteemed preview. Uh, well, then let's go, you know, let's go to Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. Here's the question I want to ask each of you first, and we'll go around the table. Uh, first memory, not first, first uh, memory that, that is really impactful from Hilton Head. Well, I think uh, the brothers Schuster here have probably a pretty similar memory. Uh, it was the first time I ever got just completely blackout drunk. <laughs> nice. We weren't together, though. <laughs> yeah. We both like, separately had our first. Different, like, set set the stage apart. for us a little bit. How so old were to, you? I, I don't even remember. I used, to go, uh, I used to go there every summer with a friend of mine from high school, his, or even grade school at that point. His 
that's the Marist school for folks. That the Marist grade school. <laughs> that was St. Jude the Apostle School. <laughs> his, the patron uh, saint of hopeless his cases. His dad was a doctor, is a doctor. He's, he's always had, uh, you know, conferences there or whatever. So we would go over there. I remember, um, like, right there, we're going to talk to Greg Russell later on in this episode. Yes. And uh, every, uh, every night, Greg plays um, every, music. For, 40, for, he'll say for 44 years. This is, this yeah. is his 44th heritage year. Uh, he plays under the big, uh, is it an oak tree there? I think it's an oak. Were you, were you yeah. going during the tournament? No. Oh, I think one, one year we were there during the tournament, but otherwise it was, it was not during the tournament. It was just, you know, I, I think it was like 4th of July. or So that guy's playing, there. he's just always playing there every summer, like well, all, like yeah. all day, every all day. All summer yeah. from like April through, Sick. you know, October. Yeah. And so... Like six he, days a week. So like I remember, and he's playing for all these little kids. Mm -hmm. So I remember like, we had this condo right there. Next, it was like the first condo right on the little yacht basin between the parking lot and how you walk over to Harbortown, 18th Green. And, uh, and yeah, we got absolutely plastered a couple nights in a row on like, you know, cheap vodka and like sky blue and, and, you know, Mike's hard lemonade. And it was, you know, it did not end, <laughs> it not, did not morning. end well. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then one of those years too. Where, where were you sourcing it? Uh, his parents were laughing for it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Sick, yeah. Wow. Uh, and then, yeah. And then we would just walk around Harbortown and just, you know, hang out and talk to people. And so then back on chicks. <laughs> so then one, one of these years, I think it was a following year. Um, there's this girl from our high school that's there with her friend. And we just, you know, they're like, Hey, you want to come to dinner tonight? Sure. We'll come to dinner tonight. Turns out they're staying on this yacht that couldn't fit in the Harbor. Like they <laughs> had a big it, Harbor. They too. had it moored up against the 18th <laughs> hole, like kind of right behind there. It couldn't get into the circular part. It was, you know, it was like a 150 foot yacht. And, um, yeah, so so we spent like three days up there on on the top deck in the hot tub, just like hanging out. It's How'd you get like, out to the yacht? Zodiac. <laughs> Shout out to Ted Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> they have like did that? Was it like the Bravo show below deck? They had the whole like the, oh, it was the crew. Like a, it was like a six or seven person crew. It was crazy. I, yes. it was like even to this day, it was like a dream. Uh, okay, well, we're gonna do some more Hilton Head memories, but let's go to Neil. What it sounds like yours was kind of similar. Well, that wouldn't be my first memory, but I could tell you that one if you guys want to know. Give me like your best. Not yeah. Well, I, I, I started going to Hilton Head. No, stuff. no, I started going to Hilton Head like over like Easter break uh, when I was in seventh and eighth grade. Went both years. I went with Justin Black and his family. It would be a big group of us. And it's like it's like four, four and a half hours from Atlanta. Yeah. It's easy drive. And people go over there for weekends. It's fam you know, family fun, right? Well, we'd go down. This is right in the shithead days, right? When you're just like, you know, middle schooler. And you're just trying to like, you're not really drinking yet, but you're just trying to fuck shit up. And we, <laughs> my buddy and I were just always, we were trying to like, like, we, I, we just had... <laughs> Were you guys we just pyros? Had, yeah, we had this desire to like, we thought it'd be super funny to like pour a bunch of ketchup and stuff in a hot tub. We stayed at the Hilton. The Hilton what is, a scumbag. <laughs> we didn't end up doing it because there's security <laughs> cameras, but like we were trying to get into like trouble like that. You know what I mean? Which is a, like, good, it's a good use case for deterrence. You know? Yeah, it is. No, I mean, it was completely like inappropriate, like not good, right? You're like, God, why'd you want to do, why did I want to do that? Like, <laughs> you know, but like we wanted to go like. I'm really glad you didn't. We I would have like, been really it, bummed it out. It felt like Dennis the Menace, you know, Basically, the his parents and all the other parents would go out to dinner, and then we would just like you know start just wandering around trying to like just mess stuff up. I don't know. It was like 
We didn't have, we were, you know, we didn't have anything to do. Guys, Neil we also didn't have any alcohol, you know what I mean? And it was like. Got all these things going out of my body. Yeah, so then we just try to walk around. I don't around. know what I'm supposed to do with it. We try to walk around like, like, find girls to talk to, but like, they were always like too old because we were still like, oh man, she's like, I'm not talk to her, it's too old. You know, and then we'd go out to the beach at night when it was dark and just be like, wander around and be like, like what can we like, what could we do? Like, should we like dig a hole and like cover it up so someone will fall in it? Like shit like that, you know? But this, like, I, I want to be clear to you guys, this stuff didn't end when Neil was in like sixth grade or ninth grade or whatever. Like, I mean, he's labeled the upper deck assassin I, from high school. So, which I feel like I, I grew I, out of I, I it. I was a shithead. I grew out of it. I promise. I would love to, if you're ever willing to tease, I think the upper deck assassin story should be a full episode. Okay, I could, be, I'd be happy to. It probably, probably would take be a that two parter. <laughs> It was a tough. Could scene. be a documentary. <laughs> I think you might have to pull in some. It was not. It, it, it is both. Friends, it was both faculty. one of my most uh, embarrassing, but also one of my proudest moments. I'll I'll tease it with that. Let's leave it there. Um, my the other memory though that Tron alluded to was later on a friend of mine, Paul Connors. His family had a beach house. Paulie so, Walnuts. Paulie Walnuts. Shout out to Paul. He's probably listening. Big golfer. Uh, and so we moved up, you know, from the Hilton, and we stayed at his place. Uh, Justin and I, the three of us, were at his place. This is ninth grade. And uh, his parents went to sleep. We, we snuck out. And uh, I had this horrible Ohio fake ID um, by this point. No, no, no. This, that was later on. Was that that, was, that was later in high school. ID, yeah. That, that you alpha that guy? Yes, that it was. Carlson with? That was later. That was when I was in 10th grade. But ninth grade, we raided his parents. His dad doesn't drink, but they had this big liquor cabinet you know and so we were like cool like let's just pour the let's just get the vodka and then we'll put water in it you know like no one's gonna no one's drinking it it's like, a perfect crime yeah perfect crime so we do that and we fill it up orange gatorade you know pretty much half and half in a gatorade bottle i couldn't drink orange gatorade for like the next three years like at football practice but like i can't i'm sorry like it was we're out on the beach you know then my buddies, Justin's got black and milds, you know, so we're like, oh, let's smoke black and milds. And then it's just a, you know, complete hurl fest from then on. And All so the next day, the whitest place on the nobody planet. can get out of yeah. bed. Right. And Paul's mom's like, hey, you guys want to come out for breakfast? Like we we're non-responsive, like three, like you guys at least I was. Menaces. And so then she was like, what's wrong with Neil? He's like, oh, I don't know. He's got like food poisoning or something. Like it's so obviously a hangover. But like, well, uh, it was, it was great. Did you guys get away scot-free? Uh, we did that year, but in future years, <laughs> the van caught up. It, it slit the guy's yeah. throat. <laughs> was that your first time you ever? Uh, That's what, yeah, yeah. Played a, a Mr. Die course. It was so. Then actually, that that day or that this afternoon, is, this we is went out. The reason and he played, doesn't like die because he played the first time he played. Very it We went out and played uh, Long Cove, where Paul's dad's a member, at nine holes. Uh, yes, yeah, so this will be when we were in ninth grade, and this is like so way, but like I was, I played golf you know, growing up, but like, I don't know what golf course architecture is. We're like, yeah, sure. We'll go play golf. Like, and we go out there and just get absolutely punched in the D like losing every golf ball we have. You know, it's like, the, and we're playing with like, you know, rental clubs or whatever. And it's like the classic case of, I don't know what you like. So, give me an example of somebody that is doing something awesome, but just can't appreciate it. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like just out here. Just, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's and so the, then I'd the look, guy who goes to the, you know, the fancy restaurant without yeah, knowing then, what they're eating and then or why like, everything's man, so small. Like, yeah. Why? Let's go get like some McD, you know, McDonald's or something. Cause like I'm hungry still, yeah. you know, it's like, it was kind of like that where I was like, man, that, that place stunk, you know? But then as I got older, I was like, man, I really wish I could play that place again. So, uh, yeah, that's my, uh, that was, those are my early memories of Hilton Head. Man, a lot to unpack. 
Uh, DJ, do you have you? You are probably the least experienced of the group going easily, to easily the least experienced. And in fact, I've only been there one time, I, but it, it was a seminal. I, can, I cannot believe that it was a seminal moment. And well, I'm a Yankee, you know, I'm not a, a carpetbagger like these a like these guys. That's true. Uh, it, I've only been there once, and I it was a seminal moment in my life. It was the day that I met Big Randy. First time. That's right. I had dro- uh, driven up to, it was also the weekend we met Panther Mike, but that's a story yeah. for another day. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Panther shout Mike. Shout out to Panther Mike. Uh, but Tron and I had driven up from Jack's to the uh, to the golf tournament and mm-hmm. just to you know hang out. Randy, I believe, uh, as I'm sure you'll get into, I believe your parents have a timeshare of some sort or big in the timeshare game randy had a timeshare there too yeah i still do personally yeah i'll yeah okay please continue Uh, yeah there's not much to my story but basically we it was the first time first and only time i've ever been to harbor town also all my years of uh, i can't believe the tour didn't traveling with the tour it was the first time i ever ended up going up there and loved it which (laughs) we'll either get into or not get into the golf course Uh, (laughs) probably not (laughs) but uh yeah me and tron and randy just walked around all day watching golf shots it was the dream uh golf fan experience one of those days like you kind of tuck the media credential in the pocket and uh just drink a bunch drink a hundred thousand beers and specifically uh which i've never actually (laughs) seen anywhere else to this day which maybe the whole thing was a dream i know it was a michelob no free ads michelob ultra cactus lime and it was hot as shit and i think that was the only thing that really uh it's like it was shock top yeah it was the only thing that really felt refreshing and uh we just Got loose, yelled at some players. Still got uh, nine T. Nine T. If you're going to this yeah, tournament, yeah, nine T is awesome because watching guys hit five irons and drivers, you'll hit, and you'll hit set. Like I've seen Charles Hell the third hit a seven iron and then apologize. He, he leaned back. Yeah, that day he's like, "Hey, sorry, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm hitting seven iron. I know you guys are out here, but I'm going to hit seven. So that was fun. And then yeah, it's like a three hundred and twenty to you know, you can be th- it can be two ninety, it can be three thirty, but really wide green that's my favorite like 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 narrow though it's a real funky green like if they were going to set up just some sort of you know webcam or some sort of like just show every shot on that hole that would be super interesting all week it's their version of riviera's 10th yeah yeah that's a good comp um that's probably enough golf too (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) i don't well the interesting thing i i've been to the tournament but before going to the tournament i've spent so little i spent a lot of time at hilton head Almost zero of it was in Harbor Town. Mm. Like I spent a lot well, of time. That's in something I want to Sea pines and some of the other plantations. Well, S- Harbor Ship, Town is there in, a shipwreck or shipyard. Yeah, there is. Harbor Town is in Sea Pines. So okay. Well, so I'm t- I, maybe then I'm I'm. But Sea Pines is bigger. It's more yeah. than just Harbor Town. But yeah. So I, I just never really made it down there because I you know I'd be on the beach and in, in the uh, more central to closer. Yeah. I to mean, the Sea Pines layout. might be like one giant arboretum. It, that's a great take. Yeah. It, well certainly said. could be it's yeah. probably like the do you think it's most hanging moss per capita in america it's up there sir yeah it's up there savannah's got to be on that list it's got a lot of gators too oh yeah which i'm a little i thought there'd be more gators around jack yeah i don't i don't they're, oh, they're, they're there they are there they don't hang out in the bougie spots where you are but they're, <laughs> no, they're not they're, out they're, here they're the not beach, on the islands though, i thought it was weird. too salty for alligators that's what i'm saying they're in jacks yeah no, but, jacks but not yeah. on the islands but why are they where, why are, are they, they on the islands in hilton head in oh, I see. Over yeah, on Defusky, like we had neighbors that that had a place out there, and there was always stories of like somebody's golden retriever getting eaten by an alligator. 
Someone that had, wild. yeah. Um, well, just a quick bow on the the day at Hilton Head. I th- Randy, you know, I don't want to speak out of turn. I think we uh, were thick as thieves right away. Just a just For an sure. absolutely delightful conversation the whole day. Felt like we'd known each other forever. And then uh, I think we went and got hibachi with uh, Zach Blair, if memory serves. Yeah, but we had to go to a different hibachi Correct. place because Karama is. Unfortunately, and no longer with for us. For the listeners, that's where the first NLU board meeting happened at the year. I believe it was the year before, twenty fifteen. No, it would have been fifteen. Fifteen. I was gonna say I think it was two years before. Yeah, it was two years. That's right because we missed okay. it the next year. Uh, Tim Clark sat next to us. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, honestly, that's that's my uh, basically my experience uh, at in and around uh, Hilton Head. The one thing that, that of course, stuck with me was the Honorbon Lahiri story. Of course. From that day. Um, Tron was very innocently, it was quiet. I think this was a Friday, probably? Thursday, Friday? It was Friday, yeah. Um, you know, so things are kind of dwindling down in the, in the afternoon. There's not really much, much bustling around the property. I don't think there usually is anyways. But uh, Honorbon is... Uh, Walking up, you know, between nine and and the clubhouse, I think. So it's like peak honor bond. This is peak honor bond. Well said. And uh, Tron just kind of like very, you know, innocently just goes, oh, hey, it's it's Airbnb. Of course, you know, an easy nickname for honor bond that all of us had had had. And uh, honor bond doesn't stop. He, He hears him. He doesn't stop. He has obviously no idea who we are, what's going on at all. Looks over and smiles and just goes, not till July, my friend. <laughs> and he walks away. And I, we may have told this story before, but like that shook all of us. Me, I, speaking for core. myself, yeah, well, shook all his, of us to our core. composure and the timing. And, it was so yeah. bang, bang. Yeah. Uh, oh, Airbnb. Well, and then not until later, July, my friend. We later asked him about it like a year Well, because it, it was rattling later. around yeah. in our brains for a year and a half. And we're like, what the fuck did he mean? Yeah, I was gonna what say, was what he talking he about? <laughs> And like, did he what hear is, us? Did he not hear us? Like, he, he clearly say? heard us. And so Tron and I saw him at, uh, we were at the in, BMW in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were staying at the hotel, and he walked in. Like it was like eleven thirty, you know, kind of like post dinner drink sort of night. Did you and, say the same thing? Oh, Airbnb. No, he rolled. <laughs> yes, literally. Tron rolls up to him in the in the lobby. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, you're not, of course, not going to remember this, but like <laughs> when we were in uh, Hilton Head, we yelled like Airbnb. Hey, Airbnb." And you looked and you said, not till July, my friend. And he goes, he thought about it for a second. He goes, oh, he's like, yeah. So I was like, I had rented an Airbnb at the open championship in July. And so I was saying like, <laughs> you know, I heard you say Airbnb. And so I, I must've been like, yeah, no, I'm staying yes, one and have one rented in July. And, uh, it was very literal. Yeah. It, at the open. Did you guys continue the and conversation? We actually did. We, he, he was oh, like he's a shot of life. He's really? great. He was talking yeah. about some um, like holistic retreat he went to yes. in Western Massachusetts. Yes, he's also a FedEx cool. Cup member. He's uh, that's, dude. He's a guy on his territory. Western Massachusetts. He's a, he's yes. a pretty fascinating <laughs> world. Should ask about yeah. Homer's. <laughs> yeah, Honor Bond's a guy I'm, I'm mega subscribed to learn more about. Uh, uh, wow. Um, well, TC, <laughs> so if you ever in any stupid ass videos here, say not till July, my friend, or, that, that's or if you ever see honor bond, <laughs> just <laughs> tell, say, Hey, Airbnb, Airbnb. see Airbnb. what he says. See what he says. 
Uh, well, TC alluded to, yeah, the, the my folks have had a timeshare in Hilton Head since. They, they might have gone to, like, the original sales meeting. I, I will say this. I feel like Hilton Head is the Ohio vacation. Can we talked about that a little yeah. bit with Greg So we're going to okay. talk to Greg Russell. We, we talk about it's that. Worth noting. Uh, Can I, I hit you with a hot question right off the bat? Please. Timeshare, good investment or bad investment? <laughs> wow. I'm going to recuse myself from the conversation. Yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts here. Okay, uh, if, if, if we're speaking strictly as like an investment, then it's probably a poor investment. But I, I will say, I, I, I would have to get my parents on the horn to verify. I think they've been very happy with their, you know, you how know, much do you spend on from, the average the, vacation? Yeah, from right? the joy and pleasure perspective, I think it's been great for them. Um, I think it's good that Sea Pines is finally putting some money back into their product too. Yeah, they've, right? Exactly. Yeah, the Sea Pines Club, they've, 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 yeah. they have made Atlantic a lot of, Dunes, uh, of course is good. renovations. Yeah, they built out a whole new restaurant. Um, new clubhouse at uh, Harbor Town there. Too. Yes. Yeah. So I graduated school in 2007 and it was like shortly thereafter the economy, like the world economy <laughs> collapsed. I read something about that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I went down on vacation because my parents have a timeshare uh, and I was down there and it was like a complete sweepstakes on timeshares. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any week you want, there it is. Free timeshare. Yeah. Giveaway. Uh, and so I had a, it's a free house. I had a job with Ernst and Young where I was making obviously more money than I'd ever seen in my life. And, uh, I think I bought a timeshare week 15 <laughs> in this little condo association as like a 22 year old for, I think it was 2000, 2000 bucks. And then what are the, like the responsibilities? Do you, do you have to pay on a yearly basis? So then you have to that? pay a uh, homeowner or like the equivalent of like, um, like association fees. Okay. And that's, that's all but, you're on but, the hook but for. But just prorated for those two weeks or, um, yeah, it's probably prorated across everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you still have this? Or do you, do you get <laughs> yeah. out of it? You still have it? I still have it, but check this out. <laughs> I've only used it like twice in like 12 years. Well, that's since what I was going to ask it. is why, you know. So you your, your parents were extremely hospitable, but like why are we sleeping on their couch when on that night? Uh, why were we in Big Randy's That was the second week. Yeah, that wasn't week 15. Because my week had expired. I see. Okay. So you have any and, flexibility with your weeks? Well, sometimes you could maybe trade them, but it's... And, and then there's this like whole thing where you can like bank it if you don't use it, but I don't know. Do you have so, to report it on your taxes? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Don't put it <laughs> on the record. No, I don't report it. Uh, it's so minimal. So question, timeshare... Maybe to you, Hollywood. <laughs> structure. So you, you bought week 15... In yes. perpetuity yes. until you sell this, to someone oh, else. Same, oh, I didn't know that's how it works. Yeah. The same that's unit, how it works. The same yes. unit every yes. year. The same unit, the same week. Every every. And that's year. how all timeshares work. How oh, have we never? I, I we think need so. to go do this next year. <laughs> yeah. How have we not been using it? <laughs> and is that is that always uh, other than this year? Is that always Heritage Week? It's, it either falls. So the timeshares at, at Hilton Head run Friday to Friday. And so you're either moving in the Friday of Heritage Week, so you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or you're moving Thursday, out. Yeah, yeah, so you get Thursday, Friday, but then you're moving out uh, before the weekend. How much do you pay in like the HOA equivalent? Uh, if you're comfortable sharing. Yeah, no, it's it, and it's a little 70, expensive. $75. No, 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 it's more than that. It's like uh, five, $500, $550. For the year? For, for the year. But... My parents have been, I mean, they have friends. Essentially, I've gotten into a racket where I-, I Do you mark up the friends? No, I don't mark it up, <laughs> but we, we just rent it to my parents' friends. And so they've been paying my like 
condo association Gosh. timeshare fee. Is it next to your parents' timeshare? Yeah, timeshare? right next door. Uh. It's a little awkward, but... <laughs> So, so you wouldn't feel good going up there, swiping right, and coming back to the timeshare? Well, I've never done yeah, I've never. Hey, babe, why don't you want to check out my timeshare? But that's Shh, my parents are next door. Our initial board meeting was in my timeshare. That, yeah, that was yeah. your, okay, now that, that's right. Yeah, you there were was, in my yeah, house that was, there. That was you were yours. in my house. I thought that was all That was all the house that Chuck built. No, that's, time that's that in my spent. name. Week 15. <laughs> Do you get... Week 15, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's, right, so it's right down from where... Uh, uh, Davis Love the Third rents rents the house yeah. right there during yeah. the tournament every year. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Right on the bike path. Oh, you don't really great. get to. I wouldn't imagine you don't get to like have any flourishes that really make it your own. No, you, you can't. Um, Could you sneak a couple things in there? Do you think? Pro- most definitely. Any, so, any Easter eggs? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I haven't been there in five six years. Can we Damn, go next year? Randy. Yeah, week, week fifteen. I'm going to yeah, put it on the calendar. 15. God, that sounds like a fun idea. Um, Sorry, no, if it's gonna, cool with your parents' friends. <laughs> no, we're not going to be here. We're going to be in Scotland. No, See, that's I what go, usually happens. I want to go back to... I, yeah, it's like... There's, there's oh, we always, can cancel It's always right around Easter, too. So, yeah. I want to go back to when it was a sweepstakes, a timeshare. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's free. We're giving it away. Right. It's a pool in the back. Did <laughs> did you buy it from someone you knew? Like, how, no, did, how, no, how does no, that no. work? Or, or was there, like, one of those, you know, that like the... I was down Movies there. I was down there like on the vacation. Class you go to, and they're like, right. "This is the best investment I was, ever." I was down there on vacation yeah. with my parents, and literally, like the the bulletin board, and then they leave stuff in the condo. They're like, "Look at all these timeshares we have for sale." <laughs> We're <laughs> giving them away, and I was like, two thousand dollars." Like, I, you know, I have a real job I have now. Two thousand, like, yeah, I have two thousand dollars. I'll buy a timeshare. So I get to vote every year. Like the board, they send me like a board meeting notice. I vote for new officers. Some why well, I thought about running at one point, but <laughs> I haven't pulled the trigger. You ever get assessed? Uh, yeah, they've raised it a couple times because they've like cleaned well, up the pool area and redone the tennis court. And probably because you're not. Which I don't know if you voted for any of inside. those changes. You know, you, you, everybody's got HD TVs now. I'd say yank them all out. Agree. <laughs> so no you're not on vacation to watch TV. Exactly. So then Get if you wanted to sell now, could how would you go about doing that? Uh, I don't know if I have to sell through like the <laughs> association. Yeah, I think I might have to sell but through. But is that. there is is the ideal situation for a timeshare owner to be able to sell their timeshare for more than they got it? Well, I think that's what DJ's question was. I, I don't I Maybe, I'm sure there are some people that have like turned a tidy profit on timeshares, but by the nature of it, I don't think you're going to be like, it's not a return on principle. It's more like you get to use it every year. I right? will say though, it's, you know, I'm 90% of what I know about timeshares. I just learned in the last <laughs> 10 minutes, but it's gotta be a young man's game. I mean, you know, you get in early. I, I, I you could, would, you could make yourself well, a nice, no, like two uh, or 3% profit. Now, now I know why Randy went down to the diamond resorts invitational. <laughs> I scope out some other earlier one. this year. I, I don't know this for sure, but I would have to say at the time I bought my timeshare, I would have been, <laughs> which is <laughs> that a, will never a sentence we need to isolate. <laughs> the fact that I'd have been like time, 24, 25 years old. I had to have been the youngest timeshare <laughs> on the island. You know what the best thing about Randy at this time period is too? He drove, he drove, he drove, he had, he drove a Saturn. He drove these two Saturn. He had a Saturn. And then he traded in for the exact same, same Saturn. Same it had, color. It had like the peanut butter guts, like yeah. brown caramel interior. And then didn't you get a Buick for a while too? Yeah. Yeah. That's what drove him down here. Yeah. 
Uh, Incredible. Yeah. I mean, shout out Thompson soul. McConnell Cadillac. They, you know, they're our friends in Cincinnati. Oh, So we, 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 you know, we got to get GM cars off their used car lot. I feel like we got to talk about, uh, we got to talk about Francois. Hold on. Before we get there, I want to just send out the bat signal to any listeners. If anybody's a timeshare expert out there and wants to leave us a voicemail, Randy, what's the voicemail box? Hmm. Some timeshare insights, timeshare arbitrage, if that exists, oh. I want to know about it. Yeah, can you trade it for, for like, I know your parents have- Well, there's like a Northern banking Michigan. system. Yeah, there's a, there's like, um, I forget the, the company. <laughs> there's a federal reserve for- <laughs> Yeah, so like, if you can't use it, you can theoretically bank it, I guess, but that seems like- Probably lose hassle. and you got to play fees and Is stuff Is like yeah. too big to fail? Could be, yeah. Um, it's, you know, I've always been, so mine's at Spicebush, which- I, you know, I've always been really pleased with. They got a nice little pool. They have one tennis court. Spice bush. They have a lagoon. There's a gator in the lagoon. Yeah, there's always a gator in the lagoon with a swinging chair. Uh, it's you know, it's very quaint. Um, well, so to Neil's point, if I think if anybody is listening, I, I would just ask I, if anybody say, has epic timeshare stories. That's yes. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Expert or not, if if anybody has timeshare, please uh, leave us a voicemail. Our number is one eight three three. Three three zero eight seven two five. I'm sure that spells something. But trash. I think it's, I think trash. it's trash. So eight three 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 zero trash. T R A J. Randy, a good good uh, memory I have is when we were playing. We took the ferry over to Defusky. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing. <laughs> I love where this is going. <laughs> we're playing. Was we it, played Hague Point one year, but then another year we played. Was it Melrose? Melrose. Yeah, yeah, it's now closed, I think. And Melrose was the year, I think we had a few more memories, right? Yeah. Melrose was where you hit the putt. <laughs> yeah. I, heard I was around, using the Futura. I heard around the, the, the satellite dish putter. <laughs> Is that the year your allergies were apocalyptic No, that too? was the year we played Hake Point. That's right. Yeah. And I knew you were getting beat up by allergies one crushed. of those trips. <laughs> I felt so bad for you. But, uh, but, the, but the year at... Uh, Melrose, we're coming up, and yeah, I think like the the, the finishing stretch there was really really good. There's mm -hmm. a par three right on the water, and then there's a eighteen goes right like along the water too. There's like the, the beach all down the right. Yeah, and I missed I missed like a four foot putt by like three and a half feet. Like he missed it on like an isosceles triangle line. Like <laughs> if like <laughs> it was like a four foot putt, and he missed it on like a you know it was wild it was, a sixty degree. And yeah, we were playing with my brother and, all, and we were just like uh, like he you know his last was just like he he started I, I think i was like oh my god did i just see that well so then and and your dad was so beaten down at that point well, too. that's his golf game he's I've always played with the down. guy when he hasn't walked off the 18th green like he never <laughs> wants to play again um but there's a wedding going on behind the 18th green and i remember i went for the green and in two, I think, and I flew the green That's and I hit it into the wedding. Like I hit it into the, the ceremony and stuff. Did you take a drop or did you play the ball as it low? Oh, I took a drop. Okay. TIO. TIO. That's definitely TIO. Okay. That's that's well played. I think I played down the whole beach that. You did? Uh, yeah. I yeah. hit it like right into the beach and just kept playing down the beach. Um, Defusky's crazy though. Like it's, it's uh, there's no cars over there. Right. Um, there's like a Gola community yeah that's what i yeah there's uh -huh. like native people that still live on the island it's crazy yeah. on defusky uh, mm -hmm. yeah i've never been to defusky i have last summer i played finally got another shot at long cove which was delightful uh may river if you go uh. back off the island um and just right off whatever that what is it 202 the main highway cross island express cross island expressway 
That place is great. I enjoyed Bay the, River. The Maris boys are that's toll my road favorite. I think users. that's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> oh, true. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's there, my favorite uh, Nicholas I think I've played. It's yeah. a great, great course. I'm surprised they only have one course over there. One year, I uh, actually went down there with the, the uh, Greenville Wolfhammer boys. Uh, one of their buddies, Brian Jeppy, and stayed there for a few days. And uh, I love that course. Is there any good public golf on the uh, on I, Hilton Head? I played one of the worst courses ever. Uh, it was a Bob Cup course. Um, rest in peace, Bob Cup. But it was the first course that was designed on uh, using like AutoCAD. And uh, I've heard it. Yes, I've seen this it's place. It's called Palmetto Hall. Yeah, at an AJGA event. Very angular. Uh, and everything place. is everything is geometric shapes. So like all the greens are either squares or triangles oh. or circles. There's these geometric like, you know, pyramid shaped mounds. There's there's elongated pyramids. There's spheres. There's all. It's the weirdest. It's so tight. There's no like you you can't miss anywhere. And it's it's isolated from the it's like inland enough to where it it's one of the hottest places I've ever played golf. <laughs> it's like a three D printed golf course. It's yeah. uh, isn't it? It's Tommy Fazio country as well, right? Well, Tommy Around Fazio the, is yes, before yes. you before you get before on. you get on the yeah. island. Tommy yeah. Fazio's territory is more off the <laughs> island. I say, uh, Neil, to your point, the the thing about Hilton Head is like most of it is public. You just pay so much for it. Yeah. Like you it's know, like Harbor Town's public, and but the stuff at um, Harbor Town is un. Believably expensive. Yeah, I know. Like, like 500, 400 yeah. dollars. Yeah. It's, to the point that, like, it was a, we see a lot of expensive golf course rates, like, thrown around. You know, not that we, like, play all these courses, but, like, you, you know, you just kind of have a feel for Pebble cost this and Whistling Straits cost this. Harbor Town made me, like, triple, like, do a triple take. That was so not what I expected. I don't if know you why. Gave me, although, if you gave me 10 rounds between Kiowa Ocean Course and Harbor Town, I'd probably go seven three Harbor Town. I've played maybe all, even eight two. I've walked all eighteen. I have not played Harbor Town, but it looks Same. like a fun course it's to play. Awesome. Yeah, it does. It's just it just. <laughs> I think you might hate it. No, no, but, <laughs> but, but no, no. Point you know taken. But it yeah, is. I would. I think I shoot demanding. ninety for sure. Like at Long Cove, I shoot. Yeah. shot ninety. Like that's it's that place so, is so hard. I don't know how to square these two things. I I hate to wade us back into a golf conversation, but <laughs> I don't know how to square these two things. But like you show up at Kiowa, and not that I support this, but it's like it. It's like, yeah, this place feels like it should be very expensive. Yeah. And you show up at Harbortown, maybe it's just because it's small and it's intimate and like there's not these crazy dunes and crazy ocean views and stuff. Like I, I would picture it as like, yeah, you know, it's 150 bucks, 200 yeah. bucks, you know, whatever. Like, but then it was like 550 or something like yeah. that. And it I just, just blew the, my mind. There's no scale course. and majesty. I get yeah. what you mean. Well, that's the thing that's weird but about of course, the course. I think it's a like, way better golf course. And yeah, yeah, I get that. Like, I, I think the thing that's weird about the course is the fact that everybody sees 18 and they're like oh yeah it's just it's like no like 18 is so far from the rest of the golf course. The rest of the yeah. course yeah it's um have you guys ever been to the top of the lighthouse of course I have, yeah. i've walked it how's yeah. it you it's awesome i love yeah. it yeah <laughs> I, I really do can you see your timeshare from up there <laughs> not quite but it is uh i i think it's i think it's a lot of fun all right, crazy crab or uh, yeah, let's salty go a little hot rod. Crazy crab or salty dog? I'm taking salty dog. South Beach, you know, I, I hate to bail on Harbor Town like that, but I'm taking salty dog every day of the week too. Crazy crab, I think crazy crab, uh, circa late '80s, early '90s. Was I would go crazy crab, but these days they're they're letting it slip. They're letting you it know slip tough, a little bit. Is it the crazy crab? It's like the line. It's always like a th nine nine hour wait. 
pretty much any restaurant in Hilton has a nine hour wait is what it always feels like. But which is, which is what, why it's so depressing that Karama went out of business. Exactly. Yes. True. Neil said something earlier today when we were doing a, the DraftKings video that made me like fall out of my chair laughing. The more I thought about it, that uh, he picked Harry Higgs because he said he has uh Hilton head. No, no, dad. Sally, Sally picked him to make the cut. Right, right, right. And I was like, Harry Higgs has some serious Hilton head dad vibes. Like, <laughs> Driving the minivan down to, down to, oh, you know, we go there every year. You know, it's just, yeah, it's great for the kids. I can get out and sneak a little golf in. It's such you know, an easy drive. Easy drive. You know, we just, we put the, yeah, the put kids the stuff like the on, the, on the roof. They, we put the fuel up on the roof, you know, the, uh, the, <laughs> the bin or whatever. I could just, I could see Harry Higgs with his shirt un, unbuttoned down to his sternum, just ripping a big ice cream cone, walking the, walking the boardwalk down there. It's just. Yeah. You know, you know, we used to stay at the Hilton. It's a little tired now. So, you know, now we're up at Sea Pines. We're, you know, we got this, this, you know, this VRBO thing is pretty cool, man. You know, so we, we were in the same house a couple years. My brother comes down, brings his family. You know, they got a grill in the back. It's great. Uh, Randy. I don't know why that got me so bike, good. Shout out to Harry Higgs. One of our favorites. Trolley. Bike or trolley, absolutely a bike. I, I, the bike paths are, are probably the best feature on Hill and Head Island. What's uh, with trolley as in? They, they, they have, have a community trolley. trolley that yeah. rolls around. Which I, I will say is delightful. Is that a Sea Pines only thing? Yeah. Yeah. It is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Neil, okay. Neil was putting pennies on the tracks, trying to derail it <laughs> <laughs> in his earlier years. Shouldn't it, no, if you like, gave me that not, idea in middle school, I would have tried tracks. it. It's, a, it's just, a, just like a, you know. One of those trolleys you'd rent for like a wedding rehearsal or whatever. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Disregard. It, it's like a dressed up like open air bus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a big gathering place and Heritage Week specifically has always uh, been a big, essentially like a tailgate party for South Carolina and Clemson. So I want to I, I throw it to you guys. In You can take it however way you want, but are you coming down on the side of South Carolina or Clemson? Gamecocks, 100%. My defensive back coach, John Gudekunst, was the defensive coordinator at South Carolina under Lou Holtz. And so we watched a lot of South Carolina film, and he had some freaking dogs on his defense. Oh, so, those like Jasper and Casper Brinkley. and uh, Yeah, but even earlier than that, like oh, he, God, it was, was like a, a... DJ it was, Swearinger. It was, they had some squads. So, and I just don't like the orange that Clemson has. I, well, Randy, I know you love Dabo. <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> That was building men over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm team South Carolina. I'm South oh. Carolina just because of Spurrier. Spurrier did one of the apathetic jobs <laughs> ever over there, but he was calling such good plays. Yeah. Remember, when, yeah. remember when Gary Danielson was like... The, the best drive. It, <laughs> it, was like, it was like... It was this random... It was like an eight, like eight play... In like the second quarter. Yeah, of a, of a you know pretty like mediocre game between South Carolina and Florida. And Gary Danielson just comes out of nowhere and he's like, that was the best drive that I've seen in the last 15 years of calling college football. <laughs> that sounds like, literally sounds like you. <laughs> Something you would say. Well, Randy and I just looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Well, what was like, what was the play? Was it just like, it was just it was a like good mix of run, actions, run. A couple of like draws, a, you know, like a It was just like beautifully dive. built off of like, each play yeah. was built off the last Tight one. end seam route, like yeah. crossing. It was crazy. But you know, I mean, like, I think, was, was that Alshon Jeffrey and it, uh, yeah. it couldn't have been Garcia. I think it was before Garcia, maybe. I think it was Garcia. Was it Garcia? Garcia was a he was a, he was a, bad he was a, dude. He was a dog. He was a dog yeah. for sure. I was I was thinking I don't know who the quarterback before Garcia was. I can look it up while 
so what are you gonna be the lone descending voice absolutely not no i'll be south carolina only out of i just really don't like clemson Uh, they leave a really bad taste in my mouth i don't know what it is uh i have a lot of great friends who went there no offense to anyone but uh it's it's a bit just it creeps me out i don't like it i don't like it there are whiffs of like penn state south yes to me god it's like or like texas a&m east yeah it's just like a&m east i'm gonna ride with that 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 feels it's like they got the aggie school seems like the people who who went there absolutely love it they never stopped talking about it and good for them but i didn't go there so i don't i really i don't care it it kind of reminds me of a summer camp where like you know it's it's on the lake (laughs) it does have a sweet campus I've never, I've I've actually never seen the campus by Lake Hartwell, and um, it's cool. I had a buddy that went there, and they they had a like their their house was on the lake, like they like you know a couple of their I like two of his roommates had like jet skis and like wakeboarding (laughs) boats, which like that doesn't seem like a good idea. That seems like yeah, recipe for disaster. TC, I'm going back to our South Carolina quarterback. It was. If it wasn't Steven Garcia, I'm thinking it was Connor Shaw, maybe. Was Shaw before Garcia? He, he over no, he was actually like Connor two Shaw years was after. Really good too, but I th- I'm almost positive it was. Or it Garcia. could have been like Chris Smelly. <laughs> Smelly, yeah. You know, jet skis <laughs> wouldn't be a good thing. I actually Tron stole my GoPet uh, that I had growing up and took it to college. He broke it within like the first two weeks of having no, it. No, it got stolen. I thought you broke it. I think I broke it, but I think then it got stolen. Then he it. pretended it got stolen. Dude, I, I did so much dog sitting, all kinds of stuff to make enough money to buy that go pad. And TC was just like, "Cool, I'm just going to take this to college." Mm. It was like my that, that, that's still, college, I'm still you were salty about that. Sorry, you were a junior or senior in high school, you had a car at that point. That like, doesn't matter. The Bigfoot go pad was. You know, a lot actually, of chicks were really hooking up with the guys who had go pads. Hey, do you do you want to tell the story about when you got your 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 uh, sound system stolen? I mean, I wasn't gonna. It's not really. It's not really relevant. It, wasn't, it was not in Hilton Head. Was it on Hilton Head Island? No, it wasn't. It was in Atlanta, Georgia. You just tell. No, me. I this know the story. Just, I, 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 I failed to see the relevance, Your Honor. I was a senior in high school. I snuck out to go to my girlfriend at the time's place. She lived down at Buckhead, right you know. next to Capital City Club. Yeah, it's nice, yeah. nice neighborhood. But it's by uh, Peachtree, kind of Peachtree Industrial. So like, it's gets pretty industrial pretty quick. Anyway. Uh, I had an old Tahoe and I just, I guess I forgot to lock the door. Oh, the, the clicker was broken, like the lock button. So like I'd have to lock it, you know, from the inside or like with the key. And I just didn't, I didn't lock the driver door and, uh, went in, you know, snug into her house, you know, a little this, a little that, hey, way, you know, come out at like 4am to get back home and turn the car on and. I had a you know a sub in the back. It sounded great. System sounded great. Of course, of, <laughs> he had like of <laughs> two course of the, you had a sub. Two in the of the back. loudest twelve. No, no, no. I've that's what I, I got after oh, it got stolen. I had a one. I, no, I had one twelve. It wasn't overpowering. Hate it. It was very subs. tasteful. No, it was. It was, <laughs> it was tasteful very tasteful. You didn't subs. replace any of the other speakers. Either. It was not my proudest moment, but it was a good sound system, and it wasn't as overpowering as the replacement that I got, which and was he, a he, lesson he, for me. And more roll, is not always better. You just roll around, listen to like little boozy. Anyway, uh, I turned the car on and I didn't really notice. I was like, man, something feels different in here. Like, yeah, there's no fucking bass, right? <laughs> and then I looked and like, not only was there's no sub, but like they cut the iPod cord and the iPod was gone and my wallet was in the glove box and so my wallet's gone. So I'm like, ah, fuck. you know, so I go, I drive they home. T- they took their time. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was an inside job, I'm sure. So I get home and I'm like, oh, I don't know how. Do I'm you gonna... think she was using you? No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Come on, guys. We he's, broke he's up shortly there after that. Anyway, well, that's a point of evidence where um, maybe she was using you. So 
I get home, I park. I'm just like, kind of like, I'll deal with this in the morning kind of thing. I wake up to my mom saying, Neil, do you have your wallet? And I think it was like, I think our bank at the time was Wachovia. Like they're on the phone. They're like, someone spent like 200 bucks at Northside Liquor. <laughs> and I was like, uh, shout no. out to Quail Hollow. So I said, Wachovia. let me go check the car. I kind of like bought myself some time. So I went outside and I checked the car. Obviously it's not there. You're never going to believe what happened. Exactly. Oh my God. Someone's, <laughs> someone stole my wallet out of the car. Like it's been here all night. Like I don't know what happened, you know? And so like, I was like, yeah, that's crazy. You know, thinking like my dad, you know, tell him, my mom tells him what happened. And he's like, well, this is, this is unbelievable. Like someone's stealing, someone's stealing in our neighborhood. You know, he's like all like, so I'm like, he's like, I'm like, don't call it cops. No, Somebody have to walk all the way up. Yeah, the drive I was like, no, 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 don't hill. worry about it. So I, I was like, don't do that. Like, it's 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 whatever. It's no big deal. So sure enough, like two hours later, a fucking cop shows up, and I'm like, Sandy Springs PD. Oh, my God. So I basically, like, I'll say I falsified a police report. I told the guy, like, yep, car's been here all night. He's like, who went to bed last? I was like, well, my brother and I were up till like, 1 a.m., like, watching – Watching cops, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we were watching. We're watching Center. the wire. Yeah, we we're watching the wire that summer. That's right. So you're feeling um, dangerous. No, and I was just like, and he was like, yeah. Taking so, a lot of my And he was like, heads. he was kind of started probe, asking some probing questions, like, well, do you know? Do you have you had any arguments like people at school? Like, does any does anybody know you have the sub the sound system? I was like, well, yeah. I mean, it's loud. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows. <laughs> In our he's purple like, top. He's like, he was kind of like scratching his head, like, you know, we don't really see like. But like you guys live up on a hill like it's you know these are usually crimes of convenience you know <laughs> like i don't know basically in his head this isn't adding up and uh you know so he kind of did his report and that was that was the they end never found the guy huh never found the guy <laughs> and then tc airs my ass out at dinner with our parents like two years later no, like, like five years or six years later no anyway i don't know why that story was relevant but <laughs> This podcast <laughs> is airing me out as just a dirty and then, scumbag and then from, ne- from middle school on. I'm sorry. Well, you Neil. set the tone, to be fair. And then Neil replaced it, the, the sub, the sub with like the biggest amp and the two biggest twelves you've ever seen. I did, I did, I and I. <laughs> the first one was uh, I threw an insurance claim. My dad, it was a birthday gift. <laughs> mm. No, no, it wasn't. I bought the second one myself. I got. They had like a clearance sale at Hi Fi Buys, and they were like, "Yo, you get." two for the price of one i was like they, sign they sold me a up. sub back to him <laughs> and i was like cool i used to have one just like this <laughs> and this one was like it was like i said earlier it was the biggest lesson for me and more is not always better it was just like dude that's too much bass like it's so fucking loud it was horrible like it it just ruined the whole the whole bit the whole experience was over like i was just like i don't want to listen to music in my car anymore basically god sound system like what a thing of the a thing of the past you know yeah so it was it was it was fun you know fun fun memories. Randy, should we tell the the Ricky Barnes story or the Woody Austin story? Uh, uh, <laughs> Bud, we're at sixty five minutes right now. I I don't. <laughs> well, let's just say I've this. kind of lost Rand, control of this Randy one, so I'm not sure what. Baptized by Ricky Barnes. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel I'm like you should that. tell the abbreviated Ricky Barnes story and, and get us out. Um, is there an abbreviated Ricky Barnes <laughs> story? Uh, so. Uh, Via your parents. Via, via my parents. Uh, we get to know this guy named Francois, who one of my dad's friends is like his like his his right-hand man in the States. Francois has got a lot of money somehow coming from France and was looking to buy real estate in the United States. So my dad's friend like sets him up in 
among other places, he, he gets a house in Hilton Head. And he not a timeshare. An Alsatian. Not a timeshare. An Alsatian vineyard. <laughs> like, he's a big uh, winemaker in Alsace-Lorraine. Yeah. Not exactly lightweight. <laughs> so, Heritage Week, he's he's there. Uh, I guess he bought two houses because he's staying at, like, the big house. But then he rents out his other house to uh, players, players and caddies. So, the, this one year, he rented it out to Ricky Barnes and... James Driscoll. James Driscoll and maybe some other people, but uh, like the sun protection OG James Driscoll. Exactly. What what like the tradition became was Francois throws a big dinner party uh, during the week. So this was maybe Tuesday night or Wednesday yeah. night tournament. Uh, maybe not the night before the event, but anyway. So we go over to Francois's house and we have this like unbelievable dinner and Steak wine tasting and first and growth Bordeaux and yeah yeah like a bunch of wine where I'm like yeah, TC is this good like <laughs> what am I supposed to be tasting um, <laughs> I taste sticks yeah uh, and so we talked to Ricky uh, you know we, we talked to Ricky's dad you absolute unit. Uh, we sat next to James Driscoll. I feel like you and I probably talked more to James Driscoll that night. Yeah. This was before he entered his big sun protection yeah. phase too. So now fast forward a year, I think. Yeah, a year, maybe two. And we're out back just being hooligans at the back bar uh, by the, the driving range. The putting green. At, yeah. at Harbor Town. And uh, I know Ricky's staying again with Francois. Because um, <laughs> Francois played in the Pro-Am with him. Exactly. And w- this is still like when we're like, oh, you know, maybe we can what, talk to I, Ricky we, for our podcast. We something. had one that media be, pass that week. Yeah. Tommy Armour helped us get it. And Her- they were so such a pain like they were like not, they, I showed them the website all this stuff we've been you know doing this for a year and it was like I got a media pass at Pebble Beach no problem the heritage lady was just like you are not a real media company like well, she was thankfully just, a lot has changed in that regard and it was just like yo I'm not you know like we're just <laughs> not so, so we had we were trying to we were there we were like you know trying to mix it up a little bit and we were standing by the media center as uh, Ricky's coming out from signing his card yeah. Well, no, I was at the bar, I think. <laughs> no, but the bar is right there. The, yeah, yeah. The it's all kind of comes out to the yeah. putting green. So, you're talking about the interview room, Neil. Yeah. Interview room. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Interview room. So I'm like, hey, check it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna holler at Ricky. And so you go, hey, hey, uh I work up the courage. Very a lot of people around. Hey hey Ricky, you staying at Francois? And like Ricky kind of just like looks at me. He's like, Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll then, see you later. Yeah. Well, hold on. He walks like, away. There was a different tone, though. You you weren't like, yo, guys, check it out. Like, Ricky's coming. It was more like Ricky was coming. We were like, Randy, Randy, he's coming. He's coming. Yeah. You, sh- you should say something to him. You're like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm well, going to do it. Like, no, no, I don't want to. This isn't me. This yeah. isn't me. Okay, hey, Ricky. Uh, and the worst part was um, the hyphen. Luke. Luke. Luke Curtin. Yeah. He heard it and it, like he was doubled over, like just laughing, <laughs> laughing, not with me, laughing at me. Um, hey, cool man. Yeah, you it cool was. Man it was the, no, you cool man yourself. I got cool man by him, but I kind of brought it on myself. He, you ever asked the Luke ultimate if he cool remembers man. this? No, I haven't. He should. Yeah, I bet he does. No, um, you know, he said he was just like yeah. And you were like, oh, all right, cool, man. And then <laughs> yeah. you turned but around then to us. He kind of was like cool man. No, but then you were, you turned around to us. You're like, oh my god, I cool man myself. Yeah, I don't know. It was a. I've been trying to forget the moment ever since it happened. So, um, 
Yeah, that was the Ricky moment. We've never talked to Ricky. That was our, That's that the was one, our one uh, chance at him. It's the place. Actually, it's a great place to watch guys hit uh, hit balls in practice. Yeah. I remember like one time uh, a couple years ago, went out there, and this was on Saturday night, I think, and um, Bryson went back to the range after um, – this was, I think, like his maybe his second year on tour – Went back to the range after like a good round. Like he, he was in the hunt. He was top 10 and he's berating himself on the driving range. And he's got like his six team members around. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, this is insane. And it was, he was just, he was like yelling at himself and hitting himself. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> it is a great range to watch. Um, all right. I think that's, uh, that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot to get people ready for the tournament. Yeah, I don't if <laughs> if was, there's a more comprehensive. Pretty, listen, that was pretty loose. Harbortown preview out there. I please show me. Or, Send it our way. Yeah, um, and leave some voicemails, especially if, if you have some timeshare stories. And we're not even done yet. We got Greg. TC and I interviewed Greg Russell, who has been playing guitar underneath the big live oak at Harbortown for 44 years now. He's an institution at Hilton Head, so he's a great dude. DJ Neil. Thank you so much for joining us. You guys are welcome back anytime on, on these previews. Uh, I want you guys to know that. TC, as always. Hey, I'm pumped for... This got, was a blast. We got to dig something up for Hartford. Yeah, and I and timeshare folks, give us a call. Uh, yeah. if, if you happen to live in the Hartford area and have some you know some nuggets about the Hartford or area, give us a call. if you're deep in the insurance scene and you, if, went, if, you know, if travelers. You, you probably, if you do live in Hartford, you're probably deep in the in the insurance scene. Please you know, you give know, us a call. what we forgot to do? We forgot to play the voicemail. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to save it then we'll for save, next week. We'll save it for next week. Yeah. That'll be the highlight for next week. All right. Thank you, guys. You must have gone through a long list of potential people to talk to about the uh, heritage next week before you got to my name come on no we try to find the the ogs i mean you said this is what 40 44 years 44? did you say 44 yeah you are absolutely synonymous in my mind and i know so many people's minds with hilton head and harbor town and so um i i I kid you not you were the we were we do uh, as you can tell it's like less on the golf and more on the surrounding area it's it's kind of um you know we like to have a little fun and explore the the ancillary locations and characters and you were my first call and i was so pleased when you (laughs) responded and i was like oh man um so thank you so much for the time well my pleasure uh you know i'm I'm unemployed right now so i've got plenty of of time our governor here you know with the uh, pandemic has uh limited uh crowd sizes for uh you know a hundred different things and i happen to fall into that particular uh segment of the population that we draw you know six, seven, eight hundred, a thousand people on a good night. And that's way, way, way over the limit. So Pines has taken a very conservative approach to uh, uh, when I might be able to go back out there. Gotcha. Yeah, that unfortunately, that makes sense. Um, yeah, even with the open air. And I know Heritage Week has always been, I, granted, Heritage is different this year. It's normally in April. Uh, I know yeah. that's usually... Um, you know, th- th- this time of year is is kind of your your main season. So I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I, I did want yeah, wanna, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I did want to ask you, I, wh- what's your backstory? How did you find Hilton Head and why Harbor Town and how did you get settled there? 
Yeah, I was uh, I was in grad school um, uh, in Gainesville, and I was working on the weekends at Disney World, doing kind of what I do here. Uh, but I was part of a trio. There were three guys, and we would roam throughout the park. Uh, this was in the early days of Disney, and they had a lot of live entertainment scattered throughout the park to distract people from having to wait in line for the few uh, big rides that they had. So I auditioned and became part of a trio, and I was the guy out front, and we just walked throughout the park and do shtick and sing songs and, you know, um, I was getting ready to graduate and really had nowhere to go uh, other than stay at Disney. And, of course, uh, the prospect of working at Disney all summer, um, you know, it's only 180 down there. Um, <laughs> you know, your shoes melt on the, on the asphalt in the park. Um, this agent from Atlanta, Georgia, walked up to, me, to us as a group and he said, Hey, do you guys, are you interested in working anywhere else? And the other two guys who had just become Disney employees said no. And I said, yeah, I'm getting ready to finish school. And what are you talking about? He said, well, I've got a two-week job on a place called Hilton Head Island. Would you like the job? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> so I came here with a, a two-week job. And, uh, and after two weeks, they asked me if I'd stay two more and two more. And here I am. So when did it become kind of home for you like like how, how many seasons uh, first, did it take first first season i was here i mean i just felt at home here and luckily for me charles Fraser, the legendary uh developer who built sea pines and lots of other places uh kiowa and amelia island on and on and on he kind of took me under his wing and uh, my first summer there um or here i i, I couldn't afford and they never offered me a condo or anywhere to stay. So I lived in my van parked behind the grocery store at Caligny. It was called the red and white back then. And, uh, <laughs> I'd sleep in my van at night. Um, you know, I'd go do the gig, which was five hours back then. And, uh, and then I'd go back and go to the beach during the day and then go back to Harbor town and, and do my gig. And toward the, Toward the end of the summer, Charles Fraser, the developer, uh, walked by one night. I was packing up my equipment, asked me if I wanted to go sailing with he, and he was taking out some business people. I said, sure. I didn't even know he knew who I was. Um, so we went sailing and came back in probably midnight or so. And he said, sit down for a minute. I thought, oh, this is how they fire you. <laughs> oh, okay, this is a classy way to get fired. He asked me where I was living. I said, well, I'm living in my van. I wanted to say, because you're not paying me enough to <laughs> rent anything. And uh, he said, well, where would you like to live? So we're sitting on his sailboat right there in Harbor Town. And I pointed to those condos up, up above the shops. I said, <laughs> I'd like to live up there. Well, the next Friday when I went, to the, went in to pick up my little meager paycheck, there was a handwritten note from Charles with a scotch tape to it and he said what i was doing in harbortown was the exact atmosphere that he wanted harbortown to feel like at night for families and everybody from little ones up to grandparents he says here's a key to one of those condos you can live there rent free for as long as you want to stay 
That is so. For the next four years, I lived very comfortably up there and began to uh, establish myself in Colorado and college uh, tours and all the rest of it. And uh, one day, I walked into his office and handed him the key and said, "I can afford my own place now. Give this to uh, somebody else who uh, needs a great start in life." So that's how I got started. Wow that that is a very cool story. Um, Gosh, I, I thought he was going to give you one of the yachts, maybe in the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then there weren't big yachts, you know. There were just little rowboats back then, but uh, that certainly changed. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say you've 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 seen Hilton Head really. I, I got to think you were. I mean, you were there pretty much from the beginning, at least uh, commercially. I, I, it I was mean, pretty quiet back then. Uh, that's and what when I was. I first, first started in 1976. People were walking around in blue blazers, and, you know, seersucker uh, pants, and, uh, you know, it was very, very different. And I'd go, I'd, I was out there four or five hours a night. I might see 30 people total. Um, so it's definitely, uh, uh, definitely grown over time. What are some of your, uh, your craziest stories from over that time, whether it be, requests that you've gotten for songs or misbehaving yeah. kids or <laughs> well you know the kids have kind of been my thing um i don't really make a living singing as you know because you've heard me um i make a living in between the songs uh, just doing my shtick and and talking to kids and, you know i try to be the straight man to all these little these little kids um because they say anything. I don't know if you have kids of your own, but uh, yeah, you know, I do. They're honest. Oh yeah, you know, brutally. <laughs> I've had them sit on my knee, and you know, little kids sat on my knee. First thing he said was, "You got bad breath." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, boy, well, if there weren't five hundred people there. I'd, I'd show you, buddy. <laughs> uh, one, uh, just a few little things. I always refer to these. I had a little kid come up and. And uh, he had on uh, cowboy boots. And uh, when he sat up on my knee, his little feet were sticking straight out. And, and uh, you know, one was uh, pointing one way and the other was pointing the other way. And they were obviously, he had them on the wrong feet. So the toes were pointed in the wrong direction. <laughs> I said, hey, pal, <laughs> you got your boots on the wrong feet. He said, no, he's the only feet I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's a hundred percent chance that that kids put there. My son exclusively wears his his shoes on the wrong feet, and and it, and it doesn't phase him. Like it doesn't change how he walks, or he doesn't even notice it. It's, no, huh? It's crazy. Last summer I had a little kid uh, come up, and he had one flip flop on. I said, "Hey, pal, you you lost a flip flop." <laughs> he said, "No, I didn't. I found one." <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Funny, uh, funny stuff. I imagine you've probably had all kinds of body bodily fluids on you too. Unfortunately, right? Is well, that is that one every, of the occupational hazards? Yes, sir. Just about everything you can imagine. That <laughs> all uh, all in for sure. Well, they get nervous, you know. Right. I've had them. Uh, you remember Kenny Anderson, the uh, quarterback for the Bengals? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm from uh, Cincinnati. So I, I yeah yeah I know that yeah, name well. Yeah yeah. Well, he, he's had a place down here for years, and his little his kids were little at the time. His daughter's name was Molly. 
and I saw Kenny before the show, and he kind of gave me that nod of, hey, bring my little girl up there if you get a chance. So <laughs> I brought her up. I said, hi, honey, what's your name? She didn't say one word. She threw up all over <laughs> So Kenny Henderson, I don't know what where he came up with towels, but he got towels and he's up there trying to clean me up. And I turned it into a, a to a bit, but yeah, I've seen it all for sure. <laughs> uh, I know, you know, obviously we're in, in the golf world a little bit. Uh, I, I imagine you've, you've, um, gotten to know some PGA pros on, on their, you know, annual visit to Harbortown. Uh, I, I know some PGA pros will go to your shows and, and their kids will come yeah. up on stage. Are, do you count any of them as friends and, and do you have any maybe good well, golfing yeah, stories? Luckily, luckily, yes. Um, uh, of the, of the group, uh, uh, Zinger, Paul A. Zinger is a good friend, uh, you know, of that generation. Corey Pavin and I have, and our wives have been on vacations together. Um, Peter Jacobson, I think I sent Peter one of the first guitars he ever had. He wanted a 12 string, so I found one and sent it out to him. Uh, Payne Stewart and I were, um, uh, buddies a little bit. And, uh, so yeah, of that generation, uh, you know, they all had young kids, and uh, they'd come out and hang out at night and got to know some of them. And uh, years later, when I, uh, my wife and I started a little children's charity called Hilton Head Heroes, uh, we bring, uh, we own a, we're able to buy a home in Seapond near Harbortown. And every week, um, we have a different family come from somewhere around the com- country and spend a cost-free week here and they all have a really really sick kid that's the uh, common thread and i asked people like uh, zinger and 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 cory uh, uh if they would uh, join our board and and they did and uh you know and although he's not a player jim nance is one of my best friends in the world we uh, hit it off because of his daughter uh have been uh, great great friends he's been on the board uh, with me for all these years as well so yeah i've got some pretty uh deep ties to the pga that's awesome a couple, is, uh, a couple of years ago yeah. our, our little organization by the way was uh one of the three finalists for the uh tour pga uh tour charity of the year so yeah we're very much aligned with the tour nice uh have kids changed at all over the years or yes. are, how yes, so they have uh, they've gotten uh, a little more bold, uh, a little more aggressive, uh, a little more independent. Of course, everything they do, mommy and daddy think is very, very cute. Uh, <laughs> and I, I wish I could show you this, but I had this little, I don't know, five-year-old little girl with the pink paisley, you know, lily dress on from Richmond, Virginia or somewhere. <laughs> a cute little thing. You know, and she sang her little song. I was ready to put her down. And she said, oh, wait, I want to show you something. I'm like, okay. So you've seen what I do. I sit on a stool, and I put a kid on my left knee, and I put my left arm around behind them so they don't fall backwards. And then with my right hand, I'm holding the microphone in front of the face. Well, this little girl holds out her left hand, um, uh, and it was 
in like a fist. And then she opened up her fingers very slowly, one at a time, like she was counting up to five. And I I'm watching. I said, yeah. She said, no, keep watching. And then from her pinky, she she all took all five fingers and made a fist. And when she got to her thumb, she did a roundhouse left hook that caught me right on the end of my nose. So, so she swung and hit me in the nose. My eyes are water, and I got blood trickling down my nose. I'm thinking to myself, this is a five-year-old, sweet, little, blonde-headed, blue-eyed little girl who just sucker-punched me right in the nose. <laughs> what is, what, what did her parents, yeah, were her parents? Well, afterwards, you know, I put her down and I made a, you know, a learning moment out of, uh, guys, we don't use our hands. <laughs> we use our words, <laughs> you know. And afterwards, you know, I, it takes me... 20, 30 minutes to sign CDs and shirts and books and all that stuff. And out of the corner of my eye, I keep waiting to see this little girl with her father marching her up to apologize. Never saw him again, whether through embarrassment or huh. he thought it was pretty cool because he obviously taught it to her, you know? Yeah. Gosh. I, he, so and I here I, I never saw him. Yeah, here I thought you were just going to say, you know, maybe they've gotten yuppier or, you know, the names have gotten. <laughs> even, oh, the uh, names are off the charts. <laughs> I hadn't had a Bobby or a Billy Ray in years. <laughs> what, uh, oh. what song is the most requested? Well, it depends who's doing the requesting. You know, the kids love all the silly stuff. Booger and the Sugar and <laughs> Purple People Eater. And I have a whole bit I do about sandwiches talking about gluten not sure what gluten is but if it's in food it tastes a lot better you know goofy things like that but adults um i have a couple of songs you know i I wrote a song called come away home which charles fraser back to him uh asked me to write a song about hilton that i did um and he got it years and years ago to cbs uh, to uh, Lance Barrow and Steve Milton. I don't know if you know those guys at CBS. Um, but they used it. They started using it as, you know, uh, buffer music um, on the telecast when they're showing beauty shots of dolphins and whatever. Um, and so a lot of adults really identify with that and uh, uh, request that. We turned it into a children's book, and then we turned it into a full-length movie, which won a bunch of awards and stuff. So it's gotten a lot of uh, a lot of play, and a lot of uh, people identify with it. Last question I got for you: what uh, what percentage of the people in and around Harbor Town, Sea Pines, are coming down from Ohio? Uh, you know what? I got interviewed here locally last week with something. I said. Uh, they asked that question, and I said, well, obviously it's a very high percentage, and uh, if I ever want to leave here and go run for governor of, of Ohio, I think I'm a shoe-in. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a huge percentage. I don't know why. I think I've heard different stories that early on, Stephon did uh, a major, major marketing push in the Ohio area. Um, I think it's you know, it's about as far as a lot of people want to drive. 
on that outer edge. Once you get past there and you go to Cleveland and Chicago, that's, you know, that's a haul. But Cincinnati seems to be um, not too bad. So, yeah, God bless them in their van. Um, you know, or, they, or their station they wagon. Fill right? up our parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, cool. Yeah, I was going to say they hooked, they hooked my parents. They've, uh, they've had a timeshare down there forever and ever. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to ask you uh, just a couple more questions, and and then we can we can let you go. Uh, what are your favorite? You know, there are institutions down there, right? Like the Crazy Crab and the Salty Dog. Yeah. Uh, what? Where? Where do you go? I mean, you you've obviously been there forever and ever. Where, what are some of your favorite spots on uh, on Hillhead? You know, there we we're kind of homebodies, and and so we grill out a lot at home and all of that. Uh, but we like to go where you can sit outside. You know, uh, they built a great deck at, at Hudson's uh, up on the north end and sits out over the water. Uh, there's two or three restaurants right there, a dockside and the boathouse. Those are all fun, and there's always music. And um, You know, I like that um, for high end. You know, there's Michael Anthony's we like a lot. and um, I don't know. There's some little local places that are off the beaten track like this sunrise cafe that you wouldn't know about it unless you were local so uh you know there's no shortage of great food and great places to eat here for sure yeah uh and and the other thing i was curious do you play golf oh yeah okay absolutely okay not very well (laughs) not very well but um uh, yeah i play Uh, thankfully one of my the privileges after 44 years here is uh, I, I get total access to all the sea ponds uh, courses. And, of course, I have buddies that are uh, PGA, uh, you know, uh, pros at most of the courses around the area. So everybody wants to play Harbortown. So I'm always swapping uh, rounds at Harbortown for places, uh, you know, uh, that I like to play. So, yeah, I, I get to play a lot. I mean, I only work an hour and a half a night, my wife reminds me. Do you <laughs> work every working, night? Of course. Well, in the summer, you know, for years and years, until last year, actually, I worked six nights a week. And and now we've scaled it back to five nights a week. What nights um, do you take off? Uh, the weekends, uh, okay. which is kind of weird. But, you know, Tuesday here is a weekend and Thursday is a weekend. So It's like Saturday uh, is kind of the, the like in and out day. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday have become the in and out days, and uh, um, so yeah, I work Monday through Friday when they let me work, and I've kind of gotten off the road. You know, historically, I was on the road at least two hundred nights a year. Um, I played the ski resorts in Colorado for thirty years, uh, Aspen and Vale and Keystone and Beaver Creek, and not doing what I do here, but real rowdy uh, college kind of stuff. And then I've done over a thousand cruises all over the world. So I'd fly to God knows where and jump on <laughs> um, some big ship and uh, in a tuxedo with an orchestra, do a couple of shows and then fly back home. Um, so I'm, I've been a real road warrior for all these years. You mentioned, you know, this, this started with a job at Disney. Do you think yeah. had this opportunity at, at Hilton had not come about? I mean, do you, would would your path have still been in music? I, I'm just I, probably not. Okay. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to coach. Um, uh, you know, I love sports, uh, baseball and football, and 
and, and, and wanted to coach. But, you know, in, in grad school, they said, you know, find a little niche, something you love to do and, and, and figure out a way to monetize that. So I was just lucky. It was just dumb luck that I was at Disney and somebody saw it and liked it and it transposed over here. And, uh, I've never had a real job ever. Not once, not one day did I ever have a real job other than doing what I do. That's, that's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's the American dream right there. Um, well, or the American nightmare, depending on <laughs> which side of the microphone you're on. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I, I can personally attest you, um, you you were such a big part of our experience and uh, a big part of why Hilton Head was so uh, special to our family and continues to be. I mean, my sister has three kids and, and they've, you know, they continue to go see and it's a highlight for them. Um I, I hope you can get back and performing sooner than later. Of course, uh, we're we're in some crazy times, but I would encourage everybody, yeah. uh, you know, under more nor- normal circumstances, if you are anywhere near Hilton Head, uh, they got to go check you out at Harbortown uh, weeknights. And I know gregrussell.com is your website. Um, is yeah. there anywhere you would direct people, uh, specifically like the Hilton Head Heroes program that you do? Is, is there a website for that? Yeah, well, if you go to gregrussell.com, there are, links there to the Hilton Head Heroes site and my schedule and uh, you know albums and movies and books and all that kind of stuff so that's really the way that people communicate best with me at this point okay perfect well Greg this yeah. was uh, this was a big thrill for, for uh, Tron and I and thank you so much for your time well it's my pleasure Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who 